live welcome everybody to the resistance broadcast i'm john thank you for joining us on this wonderful thursday evening uh not so wonderful here it's freezing and it's like sleeting and cold here in connecticut but it is warm in the resistance base because with me as always to talk star wars are james and lacy but you know we were thinking we were feeling like today was going to be like one of those fun really really extra good shows so we needed an additional member of the resistance so our guest is a well-known member of the resistance he's also an actor writer director a costco member since march of 1995 you've seen him in <laughs> alias felicity heroes a star was born and recently in steven spielberg's the fablemans but if you're watching this you probably love him best as temin snaps wexley in star wars welcome Finally, to the resistance base, Greg Grunberg. Yay! Yes! Costco, yes! I should, have, I should have taped that intro. I want that intro. Holy. <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys. got it, man. You, you got, got it. it. I'm a big Costco guy. So when I saw that in your profile, I'm like, I'm talking, I'm, I'm mentioning that he's been a 27-year member of Costco. How funny is that? I had to use AAA today, and they were like, thank you for being a member since 1956. And I was like, Who's a member since 1956? What? I am 56. I'm like, what are you talking about? So it was like, you know, it's my dad passed down. It's crazy. But yeah, I uh, I saw that on somebody else's description on Twitter. And I thought, that's hilarious. <laughs> Proud Costco member. It's like, what? Now, are you, uh, the, do you do the samples? And do you cheat and go back and get extra if you like it? Like, what's your deal? Well, I just went to Costco. And um <laughs> And there were samples. I hadn't been in a while, you know, and, and I uh, and I got a, a couple of samples. What did I get? I got, oh, that's some bitchin' sauce. I don't know if you're a fan of the bitchin' sauce. They had <laughs> what is sauce. that? Oh, it's like a it's like an almond-based spicy kind of uh, hummus-y kind of sauce. So good. Wow. Like right. celery and that and, you know. Uh, Added to the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything. Um, you know, one of uh, episode seven and you're done. Uh, <laughs> um, and then... Uh, it was pouring rain. I went in. And by the way, they didn't have any boxes. So as I'm checking out, all my oh, items individually oh. in my cart, which means I have to take them out individually. You know? Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I and I'm really trying to eat right. I'm, I've got this new show that I'm prepping for. And I'm like, oh, man, and it was pouring rain. I was like, well, time to get a dollar fifty hot dog and drink. I mean, if, <laughs> if it's raining. There you go. And <laughs> so they haven't changed it. that price, right? Isn't that their big thing? Yes. Yes. Pretty cool. And and now I think we're gonna have Thanksgiving there next year, uh, because it's so cheap. It's like a dollar fifty. Everybody gets a hot dog. <laughs> you got the family photo. That's the right way to there. do it. I'm gonna hold up your hot dog on Thanksgiving. Buck mm -hmm. fifty. Um now we we are so excited to have you on. I know um we have been talking with you for for a bit now, and just like the fact that we're the resistance and we call this the base and you're Snap Wexley, dude. So, uh, and before we went on, you showed us a figure uh, that someone made for you of you as Snap, but also you in Star Trek, right? Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got all my stuff. You can see back here, I've got all my yeah. stuff. Like I'm, yeah, I love it because when when relatives come over, or if I go to a hospital or a charity event, or friends of kids, whatever, I, I'll give them something. But somebody made this for me at, at um, a so Comic Con, cool. and I just wow. thought it was so awesome. You know, I'm I'm really lucky, obviously, that uh, I've been in both franchises. And JJ said something 
uh, a while like years ago, he was like, you know, you have to uh, trek before you war, which I think is a really cool thing. <laughs> so one of the one of the things that I sign is this uh, photo of me. Do I have it? Um, it's a photo of me in both in in the same position, looking at the monitor in Star Wars, looking at the monitor in uh, Star Trek. It's like it's, it's very cool, and um, so I'll sign that, and I sign that twice at the um, at Comic Cons, but. Somebody made that for me, and I just thought it was so cool. It was like, you know, it's a one-of-a-kind thing, but... I I think that is awesome when fans do that stuff, and occasionally, like, we, like, just having these little podcasts, like, people will do things for us, and no joke, my friend's brother made a little thing of me as a... That's the coolest thing, come on. What was this called again? Funko. Funko Pop, yeah. But the Funko funniest pop. thing, Greg, I don't collect these things. And yeah. one other fan sent me one other Funko Pop. I only have two. It's me and this. Don't. No. Oh, it's JJ. Because <laughs> you know, I have it up here. I have it up here next to mine. I have a, I have a Funko Pop, too. I don't know where it is. Hey, but Glasses, he is a huge on, but... JJ fan. Oh. Uh, and so, so he does impressions of JJ sometimes on the show. No way! It's yeah, it's yeah. like we we've done all sorts of stuff uh, around JJ because uh, number one, we're all fans, right? Because he's done yeah. an amazing job at uh, wait, a wait, lot wait. of things, but specifically Star Wars and the new sequels. But John has like, always been specifically a JJ fan. Okay, but you uh, hold on. Okay, hey JJ, so I'm doing this really cool podcast right now. We're live, um, and I didn't want to <laughs> bring you on, but this bozo right here says that he can do a great impression of you. All right, go, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Uh, hey, Greg, uh, it's JJ. Uh, listen, uh, I know you want to stay in your character, Snap Wexley, but uh, uh, I have some bad news. Uh, you're dying at the end of the movie, okay? And, but it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic, and everyone's going to be satisfied. Uh, I, I, I just can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> that is awesome oh my God. that is awesome okay i'm sending this to him now what? <laughs> of course i'm gonna send it right to him my favorite you didn't even say my favorite part my favorite part is when you go uh it's a passion project <laughs> that is awesome by the way that was almost verbatim uh for the the second for episode nine you know um i mean if you want to hear the story it's great uh you know episode seven yeah Episode seven, you know, we're like brothers. I mean, he's, you know, forget everything about show business. Like, I'm the luckiest guy in the world to have this person in my life. And we should all have people like that. You know, he's just literally the best guy ever. And um, so we talk all the time, whatever. And and anytime that I can work with him, he can work with me. And it's a lot of lopsided because as an actor, you're waiting for, you know, uh, uh, someone to hire you. So he always, obviously, he's put me in a million things. Um yeah. And so uh, when he was decided, even know Star Wars was, was in his radar and uh, he had been talking, working on whatever and um, uh, working on possibly doing it. And then he called me and he was like, all right, look, there's something really cool. I'm doing this. Thing. And I was like, you're doing Star Wars. Star Wars is like what made us like we love Star Wars. Yeah. So it was a crazy thing. And then he said, I, I, I don't know, but I, I might be able to find something. I don't know, whatever. So I didn't know, but I was excited about it. And then, of course, I would text him and every time i call him i'll be like what about this what about this what about this i'm like i'll be a creature i don't care like put me in makeup right. it doesn't matter you know yeah. whatever um wow. and and by the way there's been some really really a-list people that were in the in these movies you know all the, the sort of you know people that were hidden that were um in makeup yeah. and stuff are there any yeah. hidden people that have never been said 
Um, uh, Lin Manuel, you know, he was in the movie, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was and did that some was music for, for the movie as well. Yeah. 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 That for me was incredible. That was showing up on set and uh, and JJ going, okay, so so you're gonna hug so Lin, you'll hug Greg, and and I was like, wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I, I I'm yeah. such a fan of somebody so incredibly talented and JJ had like another level, right? Like so, so creative. You're like, what? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like it was insane. And JJ had raved about what a great guy he was and everything. And I'd never met him and he was just incredible. So that was amazing to be on set with him and, and meet him. And wow. the thing that was weird was they brought me to set for that scene, but that scene was after I died. And they forgot <laughs> or no one knew. No one knew that I was going to die, including everyone on the crew. Like no one knew. So they brought me to set. And then JJ came up to me and he was like, hey, just gracefully just kind of walk off set. Like, because I forgot you're you're not here. You didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I knew, I knew. And, and, you know, it was a plan, but everything. But yeah, I totally. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and I, I'm sure I mean, a lot of people did know, but I, I don't know who didn't know. And maybe it was because the extras, there's so many extras, whatever oh, it was. Yeah, that's gonna be like, cool, I... though, to have that kind of secret, though, that you yes. be like, hee hee. Yeah, well, not yeah, that yeah. kind of secret, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So so John mentioned this when he was doing his, his impression there that, you know, he had to tell you at some point. I'm going to kill off your character. What, you know, what, how did that go? Was, was it like, you got to understand it's for the story and to add this or what, or was he just like, no, I'm going to kill you off. Cause haha, I'm just, you know, no, you're my friend. And I'm tugging your, <laughs> I'm your best whatever, friend. You know? Yeah. No. So, okay. So the first movie episode seven, I'm doing, I'm in the, I've told the story before, but I'm, I'm in the X-wing and it was up on a jib. It was the actual X-wing. Um, with camera strapped to it and Oscar was up there and was like riding a bull. They were they were going <laughs> left and right and all this stuff. And he gets off there and he's and I go, dude, that looked like so much fun. And he was like, Yeah, I, I think I might throw up. Hold on. It was really hard. I mean, he was up there Bumpy, for a long time. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was Oscar. So like Poe, right. he had to do a lot of stuff. So and then they're like, All right, Greg, you get up there. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm twice his size. And I it's a small X Wing. I get in there. And I do the whole thing and I do all the lines and everything and uh, things are falling apart. This fucking thing. It's like built. It's like built out of someone's garage. It was like, whatever. And um, I'm trying to steal what I can. Buttons come off. I'm putting them in my pocket. You know, <laughs> and uh, and so and then they say, OK, you've got said all your lines like, you know, I got your back and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And then they go, all right, there's a bunch of lines you need to say. There's a whole other list. I've been hit. I'm going down. Say goodbye. No. And oh. I said, I was like, mm, I'm not going to say any of that. <laughs> this was in episode seven <laughs> and, the, and it was the second unit director jj was on first unit and second unit director who's a friend he was like dude come on and i go no and this is on the walkie he's like come on man you gotta save his life <laughs> and i was like no i'm not i'm not let someone else die i'm like let, jess i was yelling jess you can die i'm not gonna die <laughs> and so that was the thing and he called over to jj jj was like well if he's not gonna say it he's not gonna say it sorry and that was it Okay. So you're you're why Elo Asti died in the Force Awakens. <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> I wouldn't say it. No, so right. Greg, it's you one didn't of those have where where later they'll in edit they'll decide who goes. You know sure. what I mean? Like yeah, it's one of those things. Anyway, mm -hmm. it wasn't okay. part of the story. Okay, cut to episode nine, and they're in the process of writing. And JJ does call me, and he goes, "All right, I got a great thing. We're writing some amazing little moments for you." Um, and, uh, but I got to tell you this, there's, we, I think we're going to, how do you feel about getting killed off? And I was like, no, 
no, I don't want to know. And he goes, I know, I know. But here's the thing. Somebody has to go and it'll be a really great moment. Everybody loves your character. And we're going to build him up with some other moments, you know, with Carrie and with, um, you know, just character stuff. And it'll be really fun. And that way it'll be even a, a bigger moment when you go. And I, and I said, look, I totally trust you. And that, that, he goes, but it's it really tell me. And I said, are you going to make any more? And he goes, no. And I said, well, then kill me off. That's it. Oh, I guess. I mean, you know, I would absolutely want to be in. I wanted to be an eight. We weren't. None of the pilots were an eight. Right. But, yeah. um, right. but I'm like, you know what? I, I'm so lucky to be a part of this thing in even a small way. And for yeah. people to have remember my name and know my name. So I was happy. Oh, and I you always have such a good character. Oh, thank you. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Can I, I ask it. you really quick? Like, like not to get into the details of like how you weren't in eight or whatever and how that all played out. But did you, did you take the time or, or figure anything out? Have you heard about how the character was handled to the comics and stuff? Did you, did you follow the character and understand the story of like why the canon of like where, why you weren't around and all that? I mean, after the fact, yeah. I mean, but, but during eight, I was like, sure. I don't no, no, no. Yeah. It didn't come out till after the movie was out and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think they thought about it. I think it was, Trust yeah. me, we all we had it like a little text chain with all the pilots, and we were like, "Have you heard? Have you heard?" And they're all looking at me because JJ's my best friend. I'm like, right. I have not heard. And then I call JJ, and he's like, "I don't. I'm not part of this movie. I, I'm not doing it." And so, mm -hmm. it was it was one of those things where Ryan and and everybody they just made a choice, you know, a creative choice to not, which just felt very un Star Wars like to me, just because you always want to pepper, you know, with other. Even if I was just in the background, it would. I just wanted to be there. I just wanted to sort of be a part of that movie. And I did enjoy the movie. I, I can't say I, I hated it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it at all. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was, you know, had great moments or a couple of moments. I'm like, why do we go to a casino? What's going on? But other than yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought, you know, he's Brian. He's, a, he's a, that guy. I'm calling him Ryan. I don't know him. He's a brilliant filmmaker. So it's like, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the movie, but then I was so happy when JJ goes, all right, I got good news. I'm doing nine and snaps back and i was like yes <laughs> well you were like the the wedge and tilly's of this and he was in each of the movies so you know you figure you watch tfa uh snap has a, a he's a clearly a face you have lines you're in the mix you're around that orb in the base you're one of yeah. the crew and then it's like oh where'd he go you know so i get that i i felt that like watching the movie like where where the black squadron go like where they go yeah yeah um, exactly. and then of course but, Charles Sewell's become a friend and I'm like, I'm like, Charles, you got it. And he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to do a, let's do it like a Top Gun with pilots. Let's do that oh, kind of thing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So if they ever asked, if they ever wanted a flashback, if they ever want to do anything, man, yeah, you know, man. It's, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I love it. Just Absolutely don't, it. don't have the Costco hot dog before you get in the X-Wing. <laughs> can't help myself. I have problems. <laughs> can't help myself. <laughs> Lay off um, the hot sauce. <laughs> so, yeah. so before we get into to more of the the fun stuff and and Star Wars and your other work and stuff like that, um, you are very passionate about charities revolving around epilepsy. It's close to home for you, for your, yeah. with your family. So, I just want to give you a few moments to let our audience know. Uh, why you're so passionate about it, what it means to you and where they can go to support and get uh, educated on it. Uh, because I think a lot of people hear epilepsy and they're just like seizures and they, they don't really know what comes yeah. to play with it or what it's like being a person with epilepsy. So ha have yeah. the floor, however long you'd like to take to let our audience know what that's all about. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, and uh, Sean uh, boom, I think just said, I'm the man. You're the man, Sean, you're the man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there you go. Thanks Sean. Uh, 
Room. Room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our, our son, our oldest son, we have three boys, and uh, Jake's 26 now, works at Bad Robot, believe it or not, and uh, cool. he's he's just, he's doing well, thank God. He's one of the people that, you know, with, with the right therapy um, and, you know, his medication and everything and his, and his routine, takes care of himself, watches what he eats and everything. Um, he's doing well with it, but there's a lot of people that are suffering, a lot of people that um, seizures can strike at any time, and I learned when Jake was seven, um, so it happened, you know, 19 years ago. He started having seizures, but everybody thinks of seizures as like convulsive. They fall to the ground. They have a big seizure. That right. that that's only one type of seizure. Uh, Jake was having what's called absent seizures or petit mal seizures, which is like five seconds of your life you're just staring, and then then you come back and you're like, "What's going on?" So there's no shaking. There's no nothing. So if you're talking to somebody and they that happens, you don't know it's a seizure. So Jake was having hundreds uh, at, at one point, and then it started developed into other kinds of seizures and all kinds of stuff. And we've been through everything but i learned early on that there's a stigma attached people are scared of it they think you can catch it which is such a stupid thing to think of like it's not one of those things it's something that you were Mm -hmm. born with or you had uh you got hit in the head or or you know um or a bomb went off or you got an accident or something you know you can the scar tissue that can cause it but jake was just born with it and and you're told as a parent there's nothing wrong with his brain it's a beautiful brain and i'm like yeah well clearly there's something because he's having seizures so there's luckily there's great medication in the pipeline and and um uh you know a lot of stuff's happening and jake uh what i've learned is i've met a bunch of caregivers and one of the things i, I have a podcast called talk about it i have a, a website called talkaboutit.org so if you go to talkaboutit.org you'll see everyone I mean, from Harrison Ford to Jennifer Garner to JJ to everybody is on there. And, and I get celebrities asking questions and I have, a, a, you know, a, a nurse practitioner or a doctor answer those questions so that it's a real good education. But like I have, you know, I have Chris and Zach from Star Wars. I'm Star Trek. I have, you know, everything. You'll learn what to do if someone has a seizure. You'll learn what to do if you're a parent and you don't know or if you're a teenager. And when do I tell people about it? What Everything's on there. And then uh, partnered with uh, Jazz Pharmaceuticals on this really great show this this company um they have uh they they care about their patients so much then they care about the caregivers that are taking care of their patients so i was talking to them they were complimenting me on my website and my devotion to it and and I, there's three million people that have epilepsy man and it's like there needs to be somebody speaking out for them and and permanently and so i i took on that role my son and i and my wife and wow. um anyway they said, let's go around the country and you can meet caregivers. And if somebody's a Star Wars fan, we'll give them a Star Wars day. If someone's a car guy, give them a car day. If this, if somebody loves the British uh, monarchy and, and a tea, having an afternoon tea and whatever, let's go to a park and do this. Let's garden. Let's do art, whatever. Giving a caregiver a day of care. Even a ca- caregivers don't even have the time to go to Starbucks and stand there and go, yeah, I would like half and half and a chai latte. Like you don't have time for yourself. <laughs> to even do that right like we've gone across so every episode is another caregiver i learn from them they learn from me we're laughing we're having fun we're talking about our lives and our kids or husbands or whatever it's really great it's so well done i produce it as well as um you know a star in it host it please i I urge people go to the caregiverseries.com and check it out it's it's wonderful and we're doing more we have more episodes coming out all the time and uh yeah just follow me on twitter at greg grunberg or or on uh, instagram or facebook and you'll you'll hear about it that's awesome yeah thank and you. so thank good you. absolutely and i know before we went live um i had sort of asked you you know what's a way people can monetarily 
donate to helping research and and everything about care that comes uh, in with the whole epilepsy uh, aspect. And uh, you had said local, look for your local places that uh, take care of that and, and run those. But um, from the three of us, you know, we weren't sure what to do from a local perspective, but we are going to be donating $250 to epilepsy.com. Um, and guys, advise, yeah. And we advise uh, if that's you can, so, we... that's so cheap. 250. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much. I can't, and epilepsy.com is exactly the right place or your, or the national, you know, the epilepsy foundation of America or your city's epilepsy foundation. But that is a great epilepsy.com is an, an amazing resource and great. And you have a walk people. coming up too, right? That yeah, we have a walk. Up. We have two, I have two, I have one in LA and then there's one nationally in DC and I'm going to go to both. And uh, so just follow me, you know, on Twitter or, or Facebook or Instagram and or TikTok, sure. whatever. And you'll hear Great. about it and you can donate. But man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And we know, you know, it's tough out there with the economy and stuff. But if uh, if you're able to and whether you know someone who has epilepsy or not, um, I mean, if you just heard from Greg there, just a, a little snippet of what it's like. And there was things you just said there, Greg, that I, you know, I work with someone who has epilepsy and I don't know 90 percent of the things you just said. So um, it is certainly a problem and it's something that people live with. And uh, any bit that uh, you can help, go to epilepsy.com or your local establishments. And and, and, and by the way, uh, Simplify Dana, uh, Danny just said that uh, um, she's going to match, or he, I think it's she, is going to match. Danny, yeah, she, yeah. Thank you, Danny. Wow. That's that's awesome. Uh, hoorah. That's fantastic. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Danny. That's really cool. Yeah, our, our audience, uh, they're, they're a good bunch. Uh, we, we call it the resistance, so who better to have in the resistance than, than SNAP? So thanks for, wow. for, for being here, too. So um, to, to get back into nerdy stuff, um, there's, there's a lot we can get into. I got to say before, like at the end, I'm going to hit you with one of those rapid fire things, which is explain someone in one sentence. So just start thinking who we might be asking you about. Um, <laughs> but before Explain we... JJ in one sentence, <laughs> <laughs> he might be on that list. He might be on that list. Oh, okay. I, I might not be able to explain certain people. Don't test me, but I'll do <laughs> okay. It. Okay. I'll well, do you know, it depends on how much whiskey you have. We'll see. We'll see. Ryan, um, but you I... rock. Thank you, Ryan. That's so great. That, that is awesome. That. Yeah. And for our audio listeners, you know, people in the chat right now live are, uh, adding to the cause uh, to help um, epilepsy.com. So mm -hmm. uh, very cool. Um, I wanted to ask you, Greg, because there's this one aspect of episode nine that I find interesting, The Rise of Skywalker. You know, some people find it to be a divisive movie. I personally love it. Um, it's the only Star Wars movie that made me cry twice. Mm. So I won't say what parts, but I think people might get an idea. But I'll say this, the, the whole Carrie Fisher element was done so well that I think people forget that that she wasn't there, and it's it's crazy to me. And I got us. I wanted to bring this up because you have one of the funnier moments in the movie. Because aside from Han Solo, I think Snap is the like the only person in Star Wars that like sassed Leia back, <laughs> and she asks you to like be optimistic, and you're like, yeah, everything's great, everything's terrific. Don't worry about it. And like nobody else has the gall to do that to Leia. And by the way, the way like, you just did it, that sounds more like JJ doing it. Just honestly. <laughs> uh, Greg, I'm sorry. Uh, um, but, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, t t talk us like through that. And, and I know JJ sets 
from the behind the scenes documentaries, like he's pumping Beastie Boys. It's like a it's a it's a party. It's like a good vibe set. It seems to be that way. What when you were doing the Leia scenes, was it hard to keep that going, or did it feel like a celebration of her? Like, what was the experience of doing those scenes, especially that one in particular where you had to sass Leia back, even though Carrie wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, so I've done not that, certainly not that, but I was in a movie called The Hollow Man, and there was a lot of acting when there was no one there. You know, I mean, I had to pretend right. that, Ke- that Kevin Bacon was there. He wasn't oh, there. Right. Whatever. Yeah. And yeah. and and and, and you, you trust your director. I and mean, that was Paul Verhoeven. This is JJ. It's like, you have to, there's one audience member. If the crew is like, Oh, we love it. We love it. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, you have to really, the director knows what they want. And JJ was so respectful. He was so, uh, so amazing at getting exactly what we want. Now let's cut to before that, before we actually went to set and I'll tell you how they did it. Um, Billy, uh, Carrie's daughter, was you know it was tough it was really tough i mean imagine you're just about to remember she's standing next to me when i or in in scenes where um the you know carrie is is there or not there and they had a an actress um and she's the same build same look and they they made her look um you know everything she made her look a lot like carrie but her face wasn't carrie well they had a mask of carrie and they put it on this actress and they had they had that made, um, you know, after uh, during one wow. of the movies, you know, that, that just mm. for, for visual effects or whatever. So they used that. So Billy and I and a lot of people are standing there looking at Carrie. And it was it's not perfect, but it's creepy. And so I was whispering things I can't tell you in uh, Billy's ear to make her laugh. And <sighs> she was laughing her ass off because she's just like her mom she's got the best sense of humor ever uh, <laughs> and jj's like what the fuck's going on he comes over he's like, what's going on and i told him and he's like oh my god jesus christ so inappropriate you can't even believe it like the most dark the the, the worst thing oh my god i just heard holy shit lisa M- marie presley just died oh no yeah i heard the news earlier but not that oh, she had no. passed but she went to she went, I heard she went to the hospital with a heart attack. Oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. terrible. That's oh, so that is terrible. Oh, yeah, she was yeah, just yeah. on the uh, Golden Globe red carpet the other day with uh the Austin Butler who won the award. And she, she was interviewed she was? too. Yeah, oh. she was there. I did a movie with uh Riley Keo, who's uh, I think her daughter. God man, that's terrible. Wow. Oh, that's gosh. horrible. Um uh so um Oh my God, that's so bad. So we're on. So anyway, I'm whispering things, making her laugh, and and it, we got us through it. It was really, really, it was really hard. You know, I just did my lines a, a few times and just tried to make it. And JJ's just like giving me different, you know, telling me to do different versions of it. He knows in edit he's going to use it cutting back, you know, uh, to us. But yeah, it was uh, it was tough. I have to say, like that was that was absolutely horrible obviously for for everyone um yeah and uh i i fa- and i'm sure a lot of people felt this way because she made everybody feel this way but i had such a strong connection to her i just loved her no bullshit attitude her <laughs> humor her ballsiness her uniqueness um and and billy's got all of that and uh it, it just it was one of those things where I, I met an icon you know in the first um time i worked with her was I'm standing there and she she she's like come on snap but she lays into me and then she crosses mm-hmm. through frame and so um 
and this was the TFA, and she and she like she said the line and she crossed and she didn't cross out the first time we did it. She walked across right to me and wrapped her arms around me and grabbed my ass. And I was like, <laughs> what? Is, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And JJ comes up and whispers in my ear, welcome to star Wars. And, it was just like the best ever. and she's laughing. And then we hung out and we laughed and we told stories. And she, she was, she was just, again, just absolutely so genuine. And so, which I found like, Harrison's the same way, and and uh, Al Pacino's the same way. Barry Levinson's the same way. Like Steven Spielberg, I just work with, absolutely the same way. And you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I want to say I'm sure they have their moments, but they don't. I mean, they're so professional. They're so they're such pros. I think it's a balance of really appreciating, knowing how amazing they are, right? Feeling so confident in who they are. It's because. When somebody is in any any work environment and they are just belligerent and rude and weird and it's all an insecurity, it just is. And and so with acting, it's your face, it's who you are. So if you're insecure about that, it's going to magnify. And you're just like, you know, you mm -hmm. forget your lines, you blame other people. I mean, I've been in situations with actors. I'm like, what is going on with this guy? Why is she acting this way? It's because mm -hmm. they're insecure, they're nervous, and they're projecting. And with the big, big, big you know, incredible legends. I've just been blown away. Henry Winkler, who's a very, very good friend of mine. Oh, I now. love Henry right. Winkler. Dude, there's nobody better. Nobody yeah. better. I, there's a movie I did called Group Sex. If you want to laugh and you want to see a really fun, I wrote it, <laughs> I co-wrote it and co-produced it and starred in it. Henry's in it. Tom Arnold's in it. Um, Kim Whitley's in it. Uh, um, Josh Cook. Uh, uh, um, Odette Annabelle. A lot of people are in it. And I'm really proud of it. It's really, really funny. Um, but he, I got to know Henry during that process and we've remained friends and there's just no reason to be rude to anybody in life and, and let alone. I, agree. You know, I totally just, agree. I can't stand it. I can't yeah. stand it. We were at dinner last night. Uh, I know we want to talk star Wars, but this is on this. <laughs> we can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> okay, good. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my, my son and uh, his girlfriend. We were, and I took them to dinner. And we're sitting there, and at a table next to us, food comes, a plate comes for these two the people that are sitting there, and the the um, whoever you know, the waiter comes and puts the food down and walks away, no acknowledgement of the food. And we we're at tables really close, and it was like, not even like, oh, thank you, like nothing. And my son turns to me, he's like, I hate that so much. And I went, man, I, I did a, I, I raised, exactly. I raised him right, man. Man, yes. People forget yeah, that other there's humans in front of you, whether it's in a restaurant, oh in retail, at have a grocery ever, store. Oh my god! Have you ever seen me. on Reddit? There's a subreddit called "I am the main character," and it's just no. a bunch of videos of of people like pretending that everybody around them doesn't matter, and whatever they're doing is the only thing. That oh my god! That's attention brilliant. <laughs> Man, I love that. Did you see, uh, Greg? Have you seen Barry, the show Barry? Yes, yes. I have. I'm Winkler not caught up. Is amazing on that show. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I'll tell you something. You know who else is an incredible, incredible actor? And you don't think of it. You'll, people, I mean, you guys are so young, you don't even ever think of it. Is Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel is such a fucking great actor. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I am waiting for somebody. I wish it was me. I wish I had a project. And I see him, we're, we're neighbors, and I, I see him at Starbucks. And and every time I mention him, he's like, ah, nobody. Ah, nobody's going to put me in a movie. Ah, nah, nah. I'm like, Howie, 
you're so good. Like if you go he's back so to funny. Saying Elsewhere. Yeah, he's funny, but he's but there was a, a show called Saint Elsewhere that he was in. Mm-hmm. He was incredible, like mm-hmm. such a great actor. And a yeah. lot of comedic actors are really good actors. You know, it's mm-hmm. the yeah. hardest thing is to get is to be funny, to listen, to respond to, you know, the timing of it all. But the honesty of comedy, if you do it right, um, can definitely um, you can use those tools to be honest and, and dramatic. And it's it's pretty it's pretty powerful when it when it works. Yeah, I mean, I I remember I'm 40, so I you know obviously remember Gremlins and him doing you know being the voice of Gizmo, which is iconic, and he can still do it to this day. Same as like his voice for Bobby's so similar. I was gonna say uh, Bobby's but, World was like kind of like my growing up thing, where I was like it, little it monsters like its own show, and then he pops up on the side, and you're like, why yeah. is Howie Mandel part of this? You know, Greg, right. do you remember, do you remember this, this weird movie called Walk Like a Man? that he was in he played like yeah. a kid who got orphaned and lived with the wolves and then he got like adopted by this rich family that's right i have not yeah i haven't seen it in forever I neither have i again. i just thought of it <laughs> walk like a man oh my god and they all put right, the wait, song walk like a man on the soundtrack yeah 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 walk like a man, yeah. Talk like a man. okay How i want to go around know? the room though here let's 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 guilty pleasure and i'll tell you uh one that jj and i fight over all the time he oh. thinks it's a great movie i think it is horrible <laughs> all right horrible. are you gonna go first oh should i go yeah I'll oh, you want us to go? I'll say no i'll start um okay. jj has <laughs> back in the day there's a movie <laughs> called miracle mile have you guys seen it no Ooh. no anthony edwards stars in it miracle mile we will get together again. You have to see it, and you let me know what you think. <laughs> okay. I'll do a podcast just on Miracle Mile. I like yeah. Anthony Edwards. Bring in JJ. We'll Miracle Mile. Love Anthony <laughs> Edwards. Have you ever seen Gotcha? The show, no. the movie Gotcha. Oh no. God, Gotcha is great. Anthony Edwards is a great actor, obviously, but um, this movie just did not work. It wasn't his fault. I just think it was horrible. JJ is like, no, it was really good. So it's one of those that I have to like. I saw Napoleon Dynamite, and I hated it the first time I saw it. Oh, and I then, love Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite movies. I've seen it maybe 200 times. But now. I was like so, the demographic that it was for when it came out. Like, I was right at that age. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe yeah. But, uh, oh, my God. So funny. All right. Look, I'm going to hear some <laughs> others. Give me some guilty pleasures. <sighs> guilty Man. pleasure movies, you mean? See, and my don't problem say is big... I'm not guilty don't... about it. I just say I like things. Okay. But you know what I mean. Like, movies but where. I would say maybe TV show-wise, I think something that I like enjoy that people often hate on is i love hallmark movies and i love uh emily in paris on netflix i love that show so yeah, much yeah. and i will defend it <laughs> that's darren star right so what? what's i think that's darren star yes that show? Yep. yeah 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 yep. he's yeah, darren star is a genius all the spe- yeah. all the spelling shows he did lily collins then. phil collins daughter i'm in yeah so good what the what are the parameters here then what are, what are the rules just a move uh, something that other people just blow off and say are horrible a movie or a tv show uh, but you go no it, it, it got me i really loved it um i don't know how because there's a lot of things i like that and there's a lot of things that are good that i don't like like i i'm not a big fan of like avengers endgame but i thought man of steel was like an amazing movie you know oh, um but for 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 like 90s there's a movie called airheads that oh, like, yeah. has like that's like a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but if you look at that cast, who's in that yeah. movie, and how funny it is, I great. love that movie. I love yeah. Halloween Town. 
Halloween Town's so Halloween good. Town. If we're talking 90s, Disney Channel. Halloween Town's like a Disney <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah, Disney original. It has movie. Debbie Reynolds in it. You should, you should see oh, it. nice. <laughs> I've got some movies. I've got some movies that I've done that you may not. Have you guys seen Big Ass Spider? Yes. <laughs> I hate spiders, so probably not. Oh, you'll love this. Yes. You'll love that movie. Yes. Big I love Ass those types Spider. Of, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Um, and, uh, I have a new one. New one I just did called Satanic Hispanics that just came out. (laughs) Just came out. Um, Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. You must see that movie. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Come on. Dude, I produced that one too. Max Reload and the Nether Blasters is this really, it's really end of the world. A movie I did for the sci fi channel called Mm -hmm. End of the World. Holy shit. So funny, and these are all my movies. But um, but I'm telling you, that's a list right there. That'll. What's that'll... gonna happen is we're gonna make this list of all Greg's movies, and we're gonna sit down and watch him make a podcast that's just Greg Grunberg movies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, go for it. Exactly. And I'm already hating spiders. So big ass spider sounds. Well, this one, yeah. If you, I wish you could bring it up. The on YouTube is the uh, <laughs> the opening scene to Big Ass Spider is incredible. It's just like. <laughs> It's incredible. Can I pull it up? Oh wait, I have a question for you, Greg. Yeah. That's that that is Star Wars related. That also is kind of spider related. Did you get to see that big puppet spider that was supposed to be in the movie that they ultimately cut? Oh, you mean uh, Claude? No, no not like the Claude. baby head thing. The baby head thing that's supposed to like it was like this thing in a swamp. <laughs> It's supposed to be yeah. Ren, like the wayfinder. Yeah, there's a there's a scene. It's supposed to be early in the movie when Kylo's trying to get the the wayfinder. He has to go get the information from this creature, which has the legs of a spider, but the head. It's like, or it's no, it a, is a spider. A spider feeding on top off a baby. of a baby head, like a thing. And he talks to it and he gives him the information. And then he's like, cool, I'll go there. And he goes and he gets the wayfinder. But they cut that from the movie. It just shows him killing people and then getting the wayfinder. Oh um, my god. It is insane. Greg, I'll send you the picture. It is insane. Wait, so now we need to watch the opening scene to Big S Spider, and James still has to give us his guilty pleasure. All right, here we go. He's just going to show us the screen. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) What is happening? Is is this parodying Lost? Kind of has like a zombie land sort of. Yes, the slow mo look. It's scary. Anytime you use yeah. the pixies, you're in for a good time. I love that we're doing now a live reaction to the, the opening scene of this movie. I like to think he's also hearing this in his head, the, the song. <laughs> right. <laughs> So for our audio listeners, Greg is showing us the first scene of Big Ass Spider on his phone. They're shooting, and up in it's the him air. walking very slowly through dystopia as people are running and screaming around him. I can only assume they're running from a giant spider, a big ass spider. Yes, correct. This is pretty epic, Greg. If I was in this, I'd be like, this is, this is my time. 
Greg right now is like Ben Affleck running into the smoke at the beginning of Batman vs. Superman. Here we go. Oh, there you go. There's the smoke. You know what would be hilarious if this had nothing to do with spiders? Oh, no, it does. Okay. Yep, there you go. King Kong spider. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> Is that oh, the Nagasomi no. building? That looks like a spider who has babies. I was hoping that was JJ texting him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy was terrible. <laughs> oh my god, what is Come on, baby? Yeah. That was so epic. Yeah. Yeah. That movie. Excellent. Dude. I'm very proud of that movie. And his Satanic Hispanics, um, same director, Mike Mendez. Brilliant. Absolute genius. Satanic Hispanic actually has four or five directors, but he produced the movie and uh, yeah. That's and then my partner in that movie, Lombardo Bayar, is brilliant, steals the whole movie. You have to see that movie. Big ass spider. I don't give a shit if you don't like spiders. You're seeing that movie. <laughs> I, I saw that like 10 years ago or something, I think. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. I'll see sure. it. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta check that out again, especially after that. I forgot that the Pixies, you had the Pixies doing that whole thing. Or yeah, not I mean, the Pixies, but a, a cover of it. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, I love it. Um, were you guys the whole time? Were you guys describing it for people? Yes, <laughs> yes. sort of. Yeah, because we have our audio listeners too. Yeah, so we're on YouTube right it. now, but we're mostly yeah. guests. Most of our listeners are, are audio, so we're like, all right, well, let's let's get into this. Describe it. That's um, good. I love it. I want I wanted to ask you because you so you were in TFA obviously and the Rise of Skywalker. Were you on set the day of Harrison Ford and JJ's injuries? No, I was still in LA and. I remember um, hearing about it and I got a hold of JJ and he was, I mean, that was like, I text JJ before I finish, before I hit send, he's replying. That's how quick we reply to each other. Right. Oh, wow. And he didn't reply back right away. And it was all about Harrison. It was all about, there's nobody cares more about everybody on the set crew, everybody than JJ. So that was a, that never happens. And it was a unfortunate accident. And, Man, thank God that everybody was okay. You know, I saw him on. I think it was promoting the Force Awakens, and it was that big story about Harrison Ford being injured, whatever. And he was on, yeah, he was on Howard Stern, and you know how Howard can get the stories out of people. And and JJ was talking about how he didn't think about hydraulics or whatever, and have a guy hit a button. So he's trying to lift this door, and he felt his back, but then he just went about his business. And he had a broken back the whole time. So JJ's yeah. like going back and directing Star Wars with a literally with a broke. He broke JJ Abrams broke his back for Star Wars. Basically, well, he broke his back trying to save Harrison. Yeah, he slid yeah. under and he was trying to right. lift that. And I wasn't right. there, but that's what he told me. He was trying to lift it up. I mean, and that's he broke crazy. His back. Did, did he have any like lingering permanent injuries from that, or did he fully recover? Like that's no, a big deal. Recovered. No, he, yeah, yeah, he wow, forward, yeah. Man. I mean, it was one of those things where he didn't know, you know, obviously it wasn't like he broke his back and he couldn't move. He yeah, broke his he back. He said in the interview forward. that he went there and they were like, You broke your back. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, like, Oh, yeah. places or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, um, he's a guy, his priorities. He's got priorities. He knows. I, yeah. And we had, um, 
two three years ago i don't know if you remember her but the we had the stunt coordinator from the rise of skywalker on eunice huthard yeah and she is a sweetheart she the is best. so yeah. awesome and you talk about down to earth people she's like let's clang some beers let's have a good time uh yeah. love her and i and we did the thing that we're going to do with you which is describe someone in one sentence and i gave her jj and she goes the love of my life so oh, and and you you hear that in these interviews and it's a it's a consistent pattern when people talk about jj abrams the 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 main three cast from the sequel trilogy said i would come back as long as jj comes back you know it's like so yeah. what you're saying is not just because he's your best friend. There's records from people talking about this guy. So yeah. I, I wanted to ask you about this because this is, you know, Mission Impossible has become like almost bigger than James Bond. And Tom Cruise is now doing these stunts that just to promote oh, a movie, he's doing a stunt. Right, right. <laughs> so JJ does three after two, which I thought two was brutal. I did not like two. The, the doves flying out of the car. The, Two the, was the a very... music video, wasn't it? It was a music video. <laughs> yes. It was. It was pretty much a music video for Limp and Biscuit. Then, and then JJ does three. <laughs> you, you were in three, um, yeah. and I feel like that added some sense of like respect to the franchise. Well, and, it also and from there also, it took off. Yeah, it also for the first time, and and I found myself in a really interesting situation. Right, so I I do the movie. And I'm just, I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan. I just, I can't, res I can't respect him anymore um, on screen for what, what he does oh, um, and, and sustaining himself like he does. I mean, it's like that guy looks exactly the same as he did. In as he does, yeah. As far as yeah. I'm concerned. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm sure he's got, you know, he sleeps in a chamber and uh, who knows <laughs> the weird shit that he does, but he is so fucking talented, so sweet, so nice, so well-respected. And anyway, but that doesn't matter because I found myself, JJ's like, hey, come to Bad Robot. I want to show you something. I go upstairs. I, I'm like, where's JJ? Oh, he's up in the screening room upstairs. I go up there and I sit down and there's Tom. And I was like, oh, hey, man. And he's like, hey, Grony, what's up? Like, <laughs> only remembers me, which is crazy. <laughs> wow. He was on set. Actually, he, uh, it's not a surprise because I, I worked with him and then I visited the set and I had my kids with me. And he was, I visited the set when the um that that scene uh that they show in the trailer when uh he's on they were on the bridge and all that crazy shit happened the car and then the, the missiles coming and all that so mm -hmm. they were in the middle of shooting that crazy sequence over like two weeks and they shot it out here uh close to my house so i went to the set and he spent he was like hey hey guys and with three boys and he's like come here takes them under the car he's like look at this this fake glass and he's showing them all this stuff and talking to them and talking to us and that is unbelievable amazing. wow yeah, yeah unbelievable but um JJ invites me and I go and I, and he's just like, come by. And, and I said, okay. And he didn't want to tell me because he knew I would say no <laughs> was he screened the movie for me and only me. And he and Tom watched me watch the movie. What? And yeah. And was it in the screening room or was it on, was it in the screening room or, or it may have been in the, in an editing room. Wait, did anyway, you know I, Tom Cruise was watching you watch the movie? No, I didn't know he was going to be there. Oh, JJ I told me that. To, yeah, how do you yeah. watch that movie knowing Tom Cruise is behind you watching you? Right, right. And yeah. and by the way, every one of JJ's projects is top secret. Like he'll share it and ask my advice on a certain scene. And what do you think of this? And do you have any ideas? And mainly it's just for him to bounce ideas off of me because I'm not yeah. going to come up with something smarter than him. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm there. And, and so if you would have told me, I would have been like, dude, what? But it's he knows that I'm going to be honest. I don't care. He's my best friend. What am I gonna, and then, and Tom, I, look, I love the guy. 
you know, for, for as much as I know him. But if I hate the thing, I'm going to say it. I watched uh-huh. that movie, man. And this is after seeing two. And I had the same reaction you did. on <laughs> Yeah, man. So I watched this movie. And for the first time at the end of that movie, I was like, Ethan is going to die. He's going to die. Like, the, I, I was thinking to myself, is this the shocker of all shockers? Like, that Ethan, the, the main character of this movie, is going to die? I mean, he was, if you remember, he was being tortured. He's, yeah. It was, it was so fucking well done. Yeah. But you can do a movie all you want if the actor can't pull it off. And, dude, this is like Born of the Fourth of July kind of stuff. I, I oh, really, I, I know it's the best. I know Not it's, to mention Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, being the person unreal. that he's going to get unreal absolutely right, you're right. right i mean unreal and so the movie ends and i'm so blown away i can't even speak and i and and you know tom's like so what do, what do you think and he and you know he's like <laughs> <laughs> like he's like nervous because i'm like not saying anything you know <clears throat> and i go i go dude for the first time in a long time and i go you know how much i love you man i did not see tom cruise in the movie I, I said, you, you you removed the Tom Cruise element of the movie. Like, that was a dude about to die. I, 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 I was so blown away by what they did. And that, for me, is is my way of explaining what you just explained, which is grounding it, making it this. If, if you don't buy it, dude, if you're not a lot, if you go, well, this is going to, I know he's going to be fine. But, but, yeah, right, yeah. Then it's right. fine. Some movies where, what was I just watching? Um, I was just watching something and you knew the outcome of the movie because it's a true story. And I was like, well, we know he survives. And it was, it, I forgot what it was. It was something really great. I just saw, but it was executed so well that it didn't matter because you want to see the, every step of the way and how that, how it, you know, it, it played out. Mm-hmm. But that movie, I mean, that was, that was a really great moment. It ended up being a great moment. And, you, and, and I was like, I had a little note. Somebody tells you that, like, if you don't know a movie is based on a real story and they tell you, that well so and so lives or he dies or something like that before you see the movie but you didn't know it was a true story movie do you consider that a spoiler oh that's a good question i mean if you're if you don't have knowledge of it yes it's a fucking spoiler this is an ongoing (laughs) fight with me and my wife because she told me the ending to american sniper on the way to see the movie and i didn't know how it ends and so oh I was like, that's a spoiler. And she's like, that's just common knowledge. That's what the movie's about. It's a I would have told I would have told my wife, I would have told my wife, get a good lawyer. Just get a good lawyer right now. <laughs> I mean, I just don't know why. I don't know what the point is to 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 tell anybody the end of, of any movie. I just don't well, get it. Yeah. Like, she I think she all fairness to her, obviously. I think she just thought I knew. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, boat sinks at the end of Titanic. Like you just, everybody knows kind of thing. I think she just thought <laughs> I knew, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. I mean, that though, I know, you know, it's based on a real story, but you may not know the details of that story, especially that character. You know, I just was watching today. <clears throat> I can send you guys a link. Um, my son sent me, there's a guy who's a Navy SEAL. And he's actually uh, debunking or watching scenes from movies. And he watches the sniper scene and the, and the right. uh, breach scene. And he's like, all right, so this is, this is American sniper. And he's watching and, the, and then they, he's like, okay, stop it here. So they would check. And this signal means this, and you go like this and you wouldn't, it's unbelievable to hear 
the stuff that's fake, the stuff that's real. And, mm-hmm. and he, and he gets, you know, he's like, well, that's a movie. So you have to talk, but if you're in a helicopter and you're about to jump out, you can't hear anything. So it's all about signals. You know, it's three, two, one, you know, you wouldn't go. All right. So 30 seconds and we jump, you can't hear anything. <laughs> it's just like the doors are open and it's like, wah, 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 right, wah, wah, wah. You right. can't hear um, but it was really, it's a really cool channel. If, if, if people are watching and I'm, I'm trying to get this um, really cool, uh, I'm doing a documentary about, by the way, right now I can't talk about, but, um, but I've gotten into documentaries. I'm producing this one. It's big. It's a sports documentary. And Ooh. now I'm, I'm producing this other document. I'm, I'm starting, you know, uh, other projects and I've met these um, high level Navy SEAL and SEAL team six and all these, these people. And I'm doing a, um, I want to do, I'm hoping I'm, I'm working it out. I did one episode with a couple of guys and it was called um, it's called uh, mission debrief where real Navy SEALs take me through a mission from the beginning to the end. Oh, and they, and they talk me through it. And so I'm like, wait, wait, stop. Cause they, they, it's all, it's all just like, whoop, and then we did this and then we did this and then we did this and this, and this villager came up and he was strapped with a bomb. And so we diffused that and moved on. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just say that. What the fuck happened? And they're like, well, he came in through the window and, <laughs> You know, it's like, I want to know <laughs> step by step. And so these two guys, the first episode, we're editing it now. It was really fascinating. And even the mu- mundane stuff, it's not mundane. They are, and they, they don't want the H word. Don't call them heroes, man. They don't want to hear it. They, mm-hmm. they, this is what they do. And they do it better than anybody else. And they're, and, and I asked them about like the adrenaline rush attached to it. I'm like, why do you like I, I watched you know the hurt locker you guys remember that movie yes yeah amazing he comes back and he's standing in the cereal aisle and it's like now now this is the big decision what cereal oh yeah yeah so how do you go from life or death to that and and he said yeah i mean it's 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 an adrenaline rush i mean these these this is what we want to do we get a taste of it and you want to you want to keep doing it and you want to do it properly and do it well wow so i hope that podcast i hope that podcast happens man Oh, it sounds what, awesome. What, do you wow. what, like when what's it called? Do you, do you know, like you have a title for it? Do you have anything like in terms of like, yeah, project debrief? Um, project what it's going to be called. Okay. So, um, lots you, for it. You, um, yeah, you mentioning that made me think of like that, not to bring it back to Tom Cruise, but him talking about like once he started doing these stunts and stuff, he's like addicted to it. And it's just like when people like, like I have friends who went skydiving or, you know, they get a tattoo or whatever. And they're just like, I'm over, man. And like, like, it's never going to be the same with if I don't go back up there or something. It's like crazy. Yeah. And then um, there's, then there's the opposite me where it's like, all right, we need you to get out of the car and run around to this side of the car. And I'm like, okay, I'll get out of the car. Who's doing the running? <laughs> I don't run either, man. I'm with you. I'm with I mean, you. I'm like, I don't, I'm, you know, this new show that I'm doing, it's, you know, it's in the seventies and has old guns and old cars and it's all my favorite stuff. And the old cars, especially, I'm not a gun guy per se, but it's just like, there's all the stunts. You got to have a good stunt, man. You got to have a good stunt, man. I have, I have mm-hmm. a couple of them and they're amazing. And I have one for when I'm slim and one for when I'm heavy. <laughs> <laughs> the slim guy, like say like, Hey, Greg, why don't we uh, do some <clears throat> celery, rounds of celery? Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's uh, if you go to I think it's stuntdouble.com, uh, he was a Travolta stunt guy for years and then he doubled me on Heroes and uh, and then and um, Mark Riccardi is his name, he's incredible. And uh, um, uh, Simon Ree, um, 
also did the stunt coordinating for everything that I've done that I produce and stuff. But he was also on Heroes, did the fight sequences and stuff. He was Jackie Chan stunt double. And then uh, um, Tom Williams is another stuntman that, that has doubled me. And it's like, you know, these guys, I don't know if you remember, if you guys watched Heroes, do you ever watch the show Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Heroes, like Ali Larder threw me out a window. And um, that moment was, I mean, Mark, they built a, and today they wouldn't have to do this. I guess they do it a different way, but they built a platform on the third floor of a building outside the window, third floor of a building downtown LA. And it was platform that came out from the, so she takes me and she throws me, I go out the window and I land on the, on the, you know, the, just, just hanging off the building. Well, Mark had to do that. And he almost, he almost went over the platform. Like he almost oh. got thrown because the springboard went really strong. I've had stunts in Alias, the show Alias I did with Jennifer Garner, man. Uh, mm -hmm. There was love Alias. There, there was some moments, dude, that um, I mean, I where I actually did the stuff. Like it was a French helicopter. French helicopter has two yokes, so the pilot and co-pilot both have a yoke. And um, since I'm, you know, a bigger guy, the guy who was piloting, who was a like from Jurassic Park. Uh, helicopter pilot like he was just he'd go in the canyons he was incredible right <laughs> and the show the, the episode was i forgot the name of the episode but jen is on the rooftop and bad guys are chasing her and she's running she's running and she's running at a rooftop and she just doesn't stop and she just jumps off the roof and a helicopter comes up she knows i'm in the helicopter and she grabs the skid and i pull her and i don't know we fly away what well that stunt so i'm in the helicopter it's raining and they wait until the rain dries uh, or, or it stops raining, but it's still wet. The skids, oh. the skids wet, the helicopter's wet, the ceiling, the roof's wet. Jen runs and she stops. And then, um, but she stops and, and then I, the helicopter comes up and the camera is on the roof. And I look and I go, come on. And so just, I'm acting. I didn't even think. So we come up and we're next to the building, right? So we come up, we come up, here's the building. We come up. We come up, we come up and I go, come on, just when I get to the top. And when I went, come on, I, I had my hand on the yoke and I went, come on. And I moved the yoke and I was like, my yoke can't be live. And the whole helicopter just goes, whoa, whoa. What? And the blades almost hit the, the building. I mean, it was, it would have been, and the pilot was like, let go, let go, let go. And he pulls the thing. And I'm like, oh my God. Then, dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I mean, and it was, everything was as safe as you could, it was totally my fault. It's not, not anybody's fault. And he probably said, don't touch that thing. But I mean, you know, uh, and my, <laughs> Michael's wow. like, Greg has the greatest stories. I wish these were just fantasy stories. These are <laughs> <laughs> um, and then later, uh, Shauna, who's her stunt double, I, she had a, a listen to this, a rope attached to the helicopter on the ground. It goes up the building to, to right here. To, to Shauna on the building. She I, helicopter comes up. She jumps off. She grabs the skid and I fly away. And because it was wet, she couldn't hold on to the helicopter. So I, she jumps off. She grabs the helicopter and slips, but she's on a rope. So we oh. start flying away and then it jerks <laughs> her weight. And then we're, and everybody's fine. And they knew it was going to happen, but I'm like in the helicopter. and I'm like, Holy shit. Oh man. <laughs> That's my nightmare. I'm so oh, sorry. Just freaked height. me out as it is. And now you've permanently yeah. deleted that mode of transportation from my life. I, I, got, so I got two more real quick. Uh, alias also, 
we're we're running out of this power plant and it's and it's it's Jen, Michael, Carl. I love how every time you say we're running, it's always we're running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is how I... it's the big ass spider slow mo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like hit the treadmill at the gym. They're like, why is he lifting his? Because I'll be just be sitting in the air in your head on the clouds. This is as much this is as much running as I do right now. I'm in my office. I just do this. <laughs> we're doing cardio um, now, Greg. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> um. So, uh, oh, we're running out of a power plant and we're all in a line and we're supposed to be running out and the explosions go boom, 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 as we're running out. And then the building blows up behind us. So um, they're like, all right, so um, Jen, you'll go first. You're going to run first. And then Michael, then Carl, and then Greg. And I was like, why am I in the back? And as I'm saying that they start applying this uh, anti-fire flame. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> it's not coming. Yeah. Why to the back, back of my head. The back of my and I'm like, oh my god! And they go, it's fine. You're never gonna feel it. Whatever. If you go back and watch that scene, dude, I I was so fucking scared because I felt the heat and the explosions behind me that by the end of that slow motion run, I beat Jen. I took over the lead. I was like, fuck! And you see me just going, holy shit! It was and the bombs just going off behind us, crazy. Wait, nuts, that dude. has to be in your Twitter bio. Forget Costco. Yeah. You beat Jennifer Garner in a race? <laughs> I beat Jen in a race. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, just put faster than Jennifer Garner in your Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's great. <laughs> if you don't, I will. So funny. Oh, <laughs> man, dude. Holy Jen cow. Garner. All right. I, uh, all right, so you've been in a ton of stuff. And you did video games for Star Wars, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, I am, I have to ask you this cause I am a huge, uh, Trey Parker fan and I saw, I had no idea. I love this movie. I had no clue you were in it. You were in basketball. <gasps> oh, dude. Not only in basketball, like I, I carried that movie. No, I'm yeah, you were one <laughs> of the players, weren't you? Yes. I was one of the, um, one of the, uh, oh my God. Um, I you never on forget the, that. You weren't on the, no, 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 no. I was, um, the the uh, informants, I the uh, New Jersey informants. Yes. Okay. I was the guy. I was like, I was like, hey, 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 come on, man! And he takes the foil and he chews the foil, and I'm like, oh, yes, dude, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. dude. <laughs> so let me let me ask you: did you did you have to like tell them you were good at basketball? And two, what are those guys cool? Or are they dicks? Or like, what's the story with Trey Parker? Okay, they're Michigan? not. They're the coolest ever. They're the funniest, most talented guys ever. Yes. And I was I was a huge fan before that, right? So we yeah. get there and I'm and then I'm like, these guys are the worst actors I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> I didn't know the tone of the movie. I was like, what's going on? And I just went with it. It ends up being such a fun movie. I love it. And they're not bad actors, they're awesome. Um, I I just like I, I didn't get to shoot. If you remember, I was on defense. And so yeah. I was you were the taunting. one you were doing taunting. Yeah, I was right? the one taunting. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, no, I did shoot. No, no, of course I did. I did shoot and I break the window. Yeah, you're right. He does the foil on you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was good at basketball. I played basketball in high school. They didn't even ask. They didn't give a shit. They didn't care. (laughs) That's amazing. That movie wasn't that bad. Hey, that's a movie that doesn't get enough credit. So add that that to my guilty pleasure. But I like anything those guys do. I love that movie. Dude, I just did a podcast on Orgasmo. Oh, God. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, look. That, what was the other movie that I? Oh, uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. I'm in that movie too, and that's, like, that's <laughs> oh Jamie Kennedy. 
Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. So, wow, so this man. might be a good opportunity to, to jump back because a long time ago, yes, let's do a roundtable with our, uh, you know, what? Are they oh yeah, when you get James's pick, yeah, yeah. And I thought of it, and this actually it fits in with what we're talking about. One, one for me is the movie Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Oh yes, with uh, the Lonely Island guys. Yes. I, yes. Like, I went and saw it in the theater and I was like, I immediately connect with this. I, I went and saw it multiple times in the theater. I bought yeah. it the day it came out with a couple of my friends. We have like <laughs> ongoing jokes, but I don't see it being a very common movie that people reference or talk about how good it is. So I feel like people yeah. either saw it and didn't like it or never saw it. But yeah. I, I love that movie. And cause it's, it's, I, I used to be in a band and stuff. And, and so I connected on that level. But then that got me thinking. I did some quick research. You are apparently a drummer. You love to drum. I'm not only the drummer. I'm the best drummer in the world, dude. What are you yes, about? that's what I read. That's what yes. I read. No, yeah. and this I started a I was band. Like, what? This is crazy. And uh, I saw yeah. like you play DW and all this other stuff. And I know we have some of our listeners who are drummers. We talk about it, you know, in our our oh my god stuff. So like, I wanted to hear your perspective on on drumming. Yes, let's talk. Okay, so are you a drummer? I'm a drummer. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this conversation's over with the two of you. Uh, you <laughs> drummer to drummer before one of us explodes. Um, so, okay. I started this band many years ago uh, with Hugh Laurie uh, called um, Band from TV, B A N D from TV. And we raised like over $6 million. Dollars. Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, who's incredibly talented musician, like crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if you look up Band from TV on YouTube and stuff, you'll see everybody that well since i'm out of the conversation i'm gonna go do that on spotify (laughs) right now (laughs) yeah 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 well not on spotify it's not original songs man it's it's all covers and each of us had a charity we represent and and so over the years we we played charity events we played american idol when they had idol gives back we played um we played all over the world we have two songs on the house soundtrack we did um that are amazing you can't always get what you want and Minnie the moocher We, we did covers of those david foster legendary producer produced we we i played the drums in room three i believe it is or or b or c at uh capital records i mean like i had we've had experiences with this band it's incredible and it's all been in the name of charity and then now at comic cons i do comic cons all over the world and they're asking they're like oh can you get up and play music and so now we have a band called the action figures and it's everybody on stage has an action figure you cannot be on stage if you don't have an action figure so if you go to the action figures band.com you'll see the action figures and we're talking scott grimes yep you can be in the band bud that's it you're you're shaking a tambourine in He's a cage in. yep I'll play some um, bass. but we got scott grimes we've got dan fogler we've got um uh uh we've got adrian pazdar jack coleman um uh, oh my god we have so many people that that join um sarah wayne callies um we just played la comic-con their their, their party we we kill it. It's so much fun, and and we we're going to be playing comic cons, you know, all over the world. It's it's a really the fun actionfiguresband.com. Love it. What is Google that and figure in Dan's action figure comes up from Star Wars like the Moss Eisley oh. alien? Yeah. What what, yeah. what instrument does Dan Fogler play? Dan sings. Dan's a great oh, singer. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I saw him in a, a, a the first time I ever saw Dan Fogler was in a typo negative music video. No know, way. Like, yeah in 2003 that's funny crazy that's so funny 
So there's let me give I a plug be- to a guy. Let me give a quick yeah. plug to our our music director, musical director Nick Marzak. He's the only one in the band that isn't a uh, Brad Savage was an a-, a child actor and he's you know so he's a bit of a star. He still signs autographs and stuff and but um but but Nick Marzak M M A R Z O C K check out his music guys if you're if you're listening just do yourself a favor check out um uh disengaged his his new newest album he's such a brilliant singer songwriter and i do a lot of stuff with him podcasting and and stuff but his music is just beyond and he he's on stage with us and then then we have all all the actors you know on stage but nick marzak he's great yeah i just i just googled him everything that you're saying i have like 12 tabs open right now um, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, good news. I have good news though for you, Greg. I am on the Wikipedia page for Band from TV, and you're still listed as a current member. So congratulations, you are still <laughs> very nice. Yes, yes. Uh, like there's it. there's a bunch of former members, and and uh, it looks like Terry Hatcher does vocals. Yeah, this Terry Hatcher's in the band. Bonnie Somerville was in the band. Bob Guinea, Bob Guinea from the Bob the Bachelor, if you remember from years ago. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. my God. Amazing oh people, God. but yeah, go you can go to bandfromtv.org, I think, and then also uh, the action figures band, um, dot com is uh, is where you want to check oh, that okay. out. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome, really yeah. fun. That and the great wild. thing about it is, like, when we do a Comic Con, everybody in the audience they're all pulling for us. Like, uh, we just had uh, Amy Jo Johnson, who I'm like, she's got to be in the band now forever, like, she's. She's so amazing. She and I did a show called Felicity together years ago. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and she obviously the pink Power Ranger, but she's now directing. I was going to say, writing. were you in Power Rangers? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. But she, no. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, may, I made her get up on stage with us. And Sarah Wayne Callies killed, killed the crowd. They were so great. They loved her. And then Amy Jo got up and it was like, what the fuck? And Jack Coleman, who was in the office and he was in Heroes with me and Adrian Pazdar, you know, from The Prophet and from Heroes with Me. And, and yep. everything. It's, it's a really fun time to see our band. It's really fun. Wow, dude, that is so awesome. I was in a band years ago. We, we you know, failed miserably. But I, oh, I yeah. love the fact that I miss being in a band. The fact that you I have still no are musical doing talent is very cool. Well, it doesn't hurt to, 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 uh, to have done a few TV shows. I'll tell you that. That's the forgiving yeah. thing. I, I forgot to do that, Greg. That's my fault. That's the thing. You just went right to the music. Yeah, I went right you know? to it. Yeah. Well, Airheads, yeah, like, man. No. You know, I saw Airheads and I'm like, let me hijack a radio station and right. do it this way. But um, here's, here's I, another movie SFW. So fucking what? Have what you is seen that? that? No. That's talking about hijacking a radio, radio station. SFW. Oh, all right. Came out the year after Airheads. Yeah. Yep. Were you in that? Hey, I'm going to go take a piss. Okay. <laughs> so I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stop my camera. I'll come back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good, man. <laughs> this is what we call intermission here on the Resistance broadcast. Um, um. So we're gonna we do have a couple more Star Warsy type questions for Greg. I do have one question for him from the chat that I think that he would like to answer about his lovely clown painting behind him. Right. Um, yes. Been, if you haven't this, noticed yet, this has been take wild. A close look a little to little to the stage left on your right. If you're watching the video, there is a really weird and creepy clown painting. But we'll, we'll get to that. 
Yeah. And if you're an audio listener, this might be one to check out on video because he already showed us a few things, you know, it's very cool. Um, but man, I mean, there's so much to talk. There's so many things that we haven't even talked about. Yeah. With Greg and these this stories, is like volume like... one of Greg Grunberg. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, first of all, the fact that he put me on the spot to make me do the JJ. I don't even know <laughs> if I did it good. I haven't done it in years, but uh... he's back. You did it <laughs> there all <right>. he is. <laughs> all right. Oh you God. did all right. <laughs> you did all right. Did okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go soon. Uh, this was we this do was have a question right. in the chat from Diana who yes. wants to know the explanation for your clown painting. So I know you explained it to us, but yes, okay. So, clown painting that uh, I a friend of mine does estate sales and I found that in an estate sale. And the story behind that is the guy in the painting was a businessman, a wealthy businessman, and he hired the artist to paint him to do a self portrait and um, or a portrait of him. And of course, he was just a greedy dude and didn't pay the artist. He was like, I don't, I don't love the way I look. So he didn't pay the artist. So the artist was like, okay. And he turned him into a clown, the clown that he is. <laughs> and, and I just love that. That to me is just ultimate. It's like turn, you know, lemons into lemonade. And it's one of my favorite I paintings. It. I, I love, love it. That is good. Um, yeah. Now, before you get out of here, I do want to get those one sentence uh, takes on a list of people. I'm so nervous. I'm nervous. You'll be all right, <laughs> dude. You, you, you almost uh, blew up people with a helicopter. You're nervous about this? Get out of here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so describe the following people in one sentence, and I'll start. Well, we'll go big time first. Steven Spielberg. <sighs> one sentence. And if you cheat and you do it two sentences, whatever you know. But um, okay. So incredibly trusting for a goat. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, you touched on her before, but Carrie Fisher. Oh, man. Um, uh, I mean, I, one sentence on Carrie Fisher. Um, absolutely nobody better. They'll never be another. Oh, I love that. That is never amazing um harrison ford uh oh man <laughs> um <laughs> uh okay um effortless excellence love that oh, that's very effortless good. dude this guy doesn't he just he's just that's i mean talk about just having it that's what <laughs> i when i direct when i direct i tell people stop being first of all stop acting like the worst thing you can do as an actor is act that's the worst thing you can do like that means mm -hmm. you're pretending don't pretend just be that guy and we all pretend we don't we all don't think we're deep down subconsciously or consciously don't think we're interesting enough so we always have to do something you know so this or this or clinch our jaw or look at a certain way or whatever i know i've got something I don't know what it is. I, I I just know when I walk into a room, people want to hug me. That's just that's my. That's, okay. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's accurate. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Harrison Ford just has that thing, and you've heard that talked about before. But acting with him, he just has it, man. He has it. So. I loved his oh. story with John Boyega, where John Boyega said, like one night, Harrison was like, "I want to go get Nigerian food." So yeah, John Boyega took him like to the middle of London, and then they like slept in the car on the way home because they were so full from all the food. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, now let's talk about John Boyega for a second. Oh, yeah, he's well, on he's that, next. On the he's next. He, he's literally yeah. next oh. on our list. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. One sentence. Um, I mean, you oof. can talk about him if you want. I know you said you're, you're, you got to go soon. So I didn't want to. No, you. no, no. Okay. I, if, yeah. Just give me a little, a little, so I, instead of it's just being one sentence. Um, I think that guy is, um, absolutely has not even touched on showing us what he can do not even close i think he is so fucking talented i think he's such a great actor he's he has such a sense of self he knows who he is um i love him so much and and it's not just because when i first met him he was like oh my god man i'm just i was i'm such a huge fucking fan holy shit he was so <laughs> he watched heroes he oh, loved my work he knew everything that's and I was incredible like, yeah, and I go, dude. Tables will turn very quickly. Right here. I'm telling you, uh, I I'm, I get really excited when I know it's about to happen to somebody, and it's it's um it's only because my belief in my friend JJ. I just know he's a star maker, and that's who he is. And Daisy Ridley, like, forget about it. Like that. Great, she's, she's next on the list. He yeah, is. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you're managing to pull it off, but yes, that's it. We're not even. I'm a mind reader, around. dude. I was a mind reader on Heroes. That was real. <laughs> So you weren't um, acting. You're right. Jeez. Exactly. Uh, sincere, uh, genuine, couldn't couldn't uh, be fake if she tried. Not oh, even close. That's, that's fantastic Dude, like yeah. not even close. Um, oh. She's amazing. And so I remember the first time I met um, Jorge Garcia and uh, I was on I was on uh, Alias and they were about to start Lost and uh, and I met um, JJ and I watched uh, just independently, separately. We were watching Curb and on Curb, there were in this episode, there were two actors that blew us away. And one was Kim Whitley and one was Jorge Garcia. And Jorge Garcia was the pot dealer that Larry buys pot from. And Kim yes. was the prostitute that he takes to the Dodger game because he wants to use the carpool. Line. Yes. I mean, it's it's so funny. So I call JJ and he's calling me. It was almost like weird right after the episode. And I think at that time we we were so we loved that show so much we call each other and go that was fucking hilarious. and I said oh my god and and at that moment we were both doing a pilot together um, uh, I forgot what it's called um, and and it was uh, me and so far in that cast we had me and Don Rickles Don Rickles was playing my grandfather and oh man it was incredible and I needed a co star and uh, and we were looking at like Arsenio Hall and a couple other people and. We wanted and, you know, we were just discussing and then uh, we saw her and I was like, I want her. I, I don't know who she is. She's brilliant. She's so great. And she's become a friend of mine, too. She's absolutely incredible. She's in group sex. Oh, my God. Another movie. I told you about group sex. Yes. Yeah. You got to see yep. group sex. Yep. You got to see. Group yep. sex. Don't Google it. Just because yeah, something you, else I just I out. did. And now I have a virus on my MacBook. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Greg. Um, uh, anyway, and I remember I remember seeing I was shooting that and they were just about to do loss. And I remember sitting there and, and Jorge and I was like, dude, your life's about to change, like completely change never be the same and he's like you're, oh, come on, man. you're, you're like this big dude. sensitive dude and i did yeah it, man. yeah that's awesome yeah yeah um uh because because i am too and sometimes the sensitive people can't explain to people who aren't what it's like to be a sensitive person so i appreciate that yeah but you know what if you're not sensitive i don't have time for you i'll, I'll give you my time but you know what there there's i life's too short dude you know yeah. i Care i just love people. i love people so much life's too uh, short Man, this is this is good to hear. Um, uh, 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 Oscar Isaac is next. Oscar is um, the, the the genuine article, dude. He is uh, another fucking hyphenate. 
that guy is a brilliant musician. He's incredibly talented and he's so fucking funny. The two of us on set and Boyega actually, um, w- there was never a, 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 a serious moment. I mean, JJ off many times. And this is just when I was on set. When they were on set doing all the crazy stuff they were doing, they were having fun. They, it was like, he'd be like, guys, seriously, come on. We got to get this. And it wasn't like we screwed anything up. He was just prepping for the take. And we're just yeah. dying. And more than anything, I think JJ was just jealous that he couldn't be standing there with us. Oh, I love it. Because oh, he's directing. He's, he's behind the camera. And he would come up and he'd be like, what am I missing? What am I missing? Because I see you guys laughing. So what's going on? And it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Oscar and I, I love that guy. You, love you him, mentioned love him, he's a musician. Him. He was in a successful band before he was ever in acting. Like there's yeah. so many pictures of like his old band and people taking like photos with the band when they were, when they saw him on live and stuff. And then like years later, they go back and look at that photo and they're like, is that Oscar Isaac? And then they <laughs> put it together. And they realize he was one of the members of the band. Like he's so yeah, look more up, famous look, now, but yeah, look up another, there's another guy that I worked with. Who's a friend is Ricky Gervais. Look up Ricky Gervais band. We years ago, he was in a hair band, dude. That guy was like back in the nineties. He was in a hair I think band. I remember that now that you mention it. That's crazy, crazy. Yeah. And then another guy who I worked with that I and and he's become really close. I'm I'm name dropping like crazy, but when I meet people I love, I don't let them go. And they've all supported my charity and stuff over the years. Um, Talkaboutit.org, the caregiver <laughs> series. dot com. Um, uh, but th- thank you guys. Um, is Bradley Cooper? Never knew that guy could sing, play the right. guitar. Never. We, I mean, how many times do I have to hang out with him and play golf with him and 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 have drinks? And I mean, we're really close. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "You're doing what? Don't do that." And he's like, "I want you to be in the movie. I want you to play my driver." I was like, "Dude, what? Dude. You're singing?" And he's like, "Lady Gaga's in the movie." I'm like, "What?" I mean, it just blew me away. <laughs> That's great because Lady he- Gaga's also on this list. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, really? you, oh. you 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 did skip one, Mr. Yeah. Mind Reader. But he brought it up before this. It was Carrie he Russell. Did. Oh, <laughs> Carrie. Oh my God. I love these are all people I love. This is my love list, guys. Well, we did our <laughs> research. You know, we know your career. I know, but you I mean you haven't named one person that I've been like eh, Greg, this is like the end it. of Big Fish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, Carrie Russell, forget about it. I mean, she's she's everything. She is everything. Let's just put it that way. That's a good sentence for Carrie. I love wow. her. Like right. crazy. Um, um and wait, who who else was just on that? Would you say? Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh, Gaga. So um I was so I get like nervous around people that I that I don't understand them. I don't understand how they can be so incredibly talented. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like she's 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 a she's an alien she's just she's amazing <laughs> she's so amazing and so i found myself in the car and we do the first take and bradley's in the in the in the trail car and um and she and 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 uh she goes and he's like cut okay and then we're just sitting there together and she's like uh greg how was that and i'm like you're asking me like <laughs> you just assume <laughs> the biggest star in the world is the greatest actor and and she cares so much about everything she does and she's so oh, generous man. so sweet so fucking talented oh my yeah. god I'll, I'll give you a quick story if you if you remember the movie he buys um cheese puffs for me and i'm and i'm standing in front of the car and i'm eating cheese puffs while they're having this scene in the parking lot of the of the um, grocery yeah. store yeah and that was shot in echo park i think and uh it was like three in the morning and uh she's 
in between takes, she's just like wailing away, singing, 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 singing while they're setting up the camera or whatever. And you hear from down the street, you hear, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, this dude just stuck his head out of his door, not knowing he's getting a private concert from Lady Gaga. That was one of those moments I will never, ever forget, man. And it's just like, okay. That's like uh, hearing Jimi Hendrix playing in the, the, the house next door. And you're like, turn that amp down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wow, man. exactly. Um, yep. you could, now, real quick on that, because there's this viral clip that went around of the like um, script table reading. Read. Yeah, table yeah. read. And she belts. She goes full. I don't know. On. This, is, this, this is a sore subject for me because Bradley, oh, okay. Bradley was like, you have to be there. I, and I was shooting something and I couldn't be there. I was oh, out of town. okay. Sorry, man. And I couldn't oh. be there. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you, you have to be there. And and I, he goes, I said, well, just have somebody else read the lines at that where you read them. And he, he said, um, he's like, I, I just really want you there. And, I, and it was, it's really one of those things where he's family. So I, I, I felt bad. I really felt bad that I couldn't, I couldn't be there. Oh. I just couldn't be there. I was shooting something. But oh, dude, I mean, look, it, JJ, JJ did, um, when I was shooting group sex, I was producing that movie. And they were and JJ was doing Star Trek and he wanted me to be Olsen. And if you remember, Olsen jumps down with them and he's a red shirt and he dies. And so I me in a red shirt, everybody <laughs> would have been like, Oh my god, how's Grunberg gonna die? And uh, <laughs> and I could I couldn't do that either. And you know, JJ lovingly calls me his good luck charm. And so he put he, I ended up being the voice of Kirk's evil stepdad when he, when the young Kirk's yeah. driving the car. I'm the voice that goes, if you oh, touch that car, wow. I swear to God, get back here. You know, yep. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he put me in the movie, you know, just because he has to put me in the movie, which is awesome. Oh, um, my God. This is but that was another this one thing. of those that I was like, oh, I can't believe I can't be there for my buddy <sighs> uh, on a movie that I want to be in. But then he put me in, you know, uh, Star Wars um, Beyond. So that's great. But, oh, Star yeah, Trek Beyond. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, your, your psychic abilities have come to fruition. The last one on the list is your best friend, J.J. Abrams. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I hate to, I hate to just be, you know, just copy somebody else, but, uh, JJ is the love of my life. I mean, he's just, oh, um, God. yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's just, I, yeah. I mean, uh, let's put it this way. Like I'm not the guy, like I'm like at my bar mitzvah, I learned this from my dad, right? I'm standing there and my dad is supposed to talk about his son to me, to the crowd. And my dad leaned over to me and he whispered, what he wanted me to know about me from my dad, you know? And it's like, that's what it's all about, man. It's just, you know, so anything I say here will pale in comparison to how I feel about him. And he's the only one that, that, and he knows, he knows I love him. He loves me. That's it. I mean, I'm honestly, when I say the word brother, it's like, it's just a weird thing. And I'm sure, I hope you guys have people like that in your life that are, you know, we've had some really, 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 really tough times. Um, dealing with you know unfortunately our son having seizures you know he's again he's 26 now he's and by the way single ladies very good looking kid very good looking uh <laughs> what happened to the girl at dinner? what happened to that girl oh no 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 that's my youngest that's sam I <laughs> oh okay okay but say. jake <laughs> you know jake's the greatest and he's doing well thank god he's he's you know and that's good, epilepsy man. is that thing where it's like oh they're normal until you see him have a seizure but um just like your friend you were telling me and so yeah uh but um I forgot where I was going to go with this. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, well, that, saying that, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, brain surgeries and, and tough times and seizures and stuff. And you got to have somebody that you can turn to. You've got to talk about it. That's why I have talkaboutit.org. Just don't be afraid to talk about stuff. Everybody's got something. 
everybody. I don't care who you are, man. If you don't, if you, if you say you don't, you do. If you say that you, if you, if your friends of yours on social media right now, sharing perfect pictures of their perfect vacation, I guarantee you in a few months, you're going to hear, ah, oh, we're splitting up. We're not doing well. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like, it, you don't have to, it's like, it's nice to share good news, but stuff, but tell your, you know, just keep it, keep it between you. It's like yeah. so weird. Anyway, I love them. And, and that's the longest way of just telling you, you know, that I hope everybody has a guy like that in their life. He's the best man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's incredible, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I have I mean, to, I have to go because I'm out of, I'm out of whiskey. Yeah. That's I mean, what sign. better way, that's there's no better way to close it out, uh, Greg. So again, um, if, you know, for our audience who is joining us late live, but you know, people are going to be listening to this after on our uh, audio feeds, um, talkaboutit.org and the caregiverseries.com and look for uh, follow Greg at Greg Grumberg on Twitter and check his updates for his walks that are happening in LA and DC. Um, and I'm, and, and by the way, I'm back up on uh, back up on cameo. So if anybody wants uh, a cameo uh, from awesome. snap Wexley, let me know. I'm out there. That is very cool. Up. That is very cool. Yeah. You, now um, we just want to thank you for coming to the resistance base, our resistance base, man, the resistance broadcast needed to have so you much. here. Yeah. And we're glad well, you finally came back. And, by the chat, I mean, we had questions. People want you back, so you got to come back at some point down the road, maybe uh, when your I podcast w- is out or other stuff's going on. So we, this was awesome, man. And, and oh I my talk God. to you for hours. Uh, okay, well, let me, can I thank you guys? Because I know, and I, I'm i sorry that I was like, uh, what about tomorrow? How about tomorrow? How no, about now? no, no, it is totally <laughs> I, I apologize. fine. Totally no, fine. no, good. We all have little and, kids, and you- so sometimes it's tough to, to hit go immediately. Yeah, I have a 14 but- month old, so it's <laughs> not. Yeah, Who's named today... after Daisy Ridley, actually. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, uh, should... thank you for the donation, too. And thank you, everybody who's watching this and, and listening and who has donated. The most important thing you can do is talk about this, honestly. Yeah, we just saw, you know, DeMar went down with a heart attack on the field. People knew what to do. And yeah. it, it, with, with right. heart patients, you know, even if you don't know, what's you're chest compressing and you're breathing and you're chest compressing and you're breathing. Well, do you know what to do if someone has a seizure? You should. And if you don't, you, sh- you just talk about it. Go to talkaboutit.org. Watch what um, Zach Quinto and-, and Chris Pine say. And then tell a friend. Talk about it at dinner. And it just spread it out. Spread the, you know, spread the, the, the information. Because ignorance can kill if, you, if you're in a situation you don't know what to do. And it's so simple. So thank you for letting me talk about this. This is I didn't know that's what we're going to talk about. And I can't oh, thank 100%. you enough. 100 percent yeah, um real life matters more than anything and we know that so um but to, to leave on a light note if you do ever actually send jj that impression please do not tell me if he thought it sucked so <laughs> i sent it to him let's see what he says let's see what he said he has not responded ah uh, so you hopefully maybe he's not sleep. yeah hopefully maybe he's not lifting a hydraulic door or anything <laughs> yeah no he's he's not doing that I will. Uh, I'll check with him, and I will let you know. Maybe that's and, uh, it. Part two. I'll have his response. Oh my god! All right, man. Uh, Greg, we can't thank you enough. I know our audience had a blast. I know people are going to listen to it on the podcast feed tomorrow. We're going to have a blast. Uh, you have a key to the resistance base, even though you already have had one. But uh, thank, thank you, you so much, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again, man. Be well. Be careful what you wish for, man. I'll be back. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Greg. Thank around, you. Kids. See ya. John, I was ending the show right there, but oh, you're ending the show.
yeah 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 there's not much i mean we could we can wrap up here if you guys would like but i thought we were gonna uh, polish it off there but i want to thank everybody for for joining the live version of the show um if you're listening to this on audio check out the live version too because uh greg showed us uh some of his cool little items and that, that clown picture and we even got to watch the first scene of big ass spider <laughs> so um, we've been on but, such a journey for the last hour and 30 minutes yeah it's, it's, it's been, it's been nothing what i would have assumed when we first were like oh greg's gonna come on this is nothing what we could have imagined well yeah and to, to be honest like it, we the full gamut from you know emotional stuff to like side splittingly funny stories and uh it you know it's one of those it's what he's one of those guys where you you kind of got the idea from his public persona that he was a really nice guy but then when you start talking to him after two 20 seconds you, you we start talking about costco and stuff and you feel like you've known him and he's, been, he's like a neighbor of yours right, you know right. yes uh just so so absolutely cool and and yeah mike uh, mike ramori in the chat saying how am i feeling like uh insanity is 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 the word i'm gonna put out there because i i think i did a really terrible job at the at the impression i haven't done it in years uh but <laughs> jj abrams is gonna hear me do it <laughs> i think him, you so. did a good job i think yeah. uh, really good. thanks guys um anything anything else uh before we get out of here um i hope he comes back i'd love me to too. talk to him more yeah me too and i and i uh can't wait to kind of help promote his walks and stuff Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and we're we're sending a two hundred fifty dollars donation to epilepsy.com. Uh, if I know things are and tough, thank you if, to it, people who matched it as well. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. people have the ability to. I think that's a really great thing to do. Um, and we um, we'll just close out by just saying thank you to everybody who listens and watches uh, TRB. It means a great deal to the three of us. Um, make sure you do subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast platform. And of course, our channel, which uh, we're still trying to grow, uh, youtube.com slash at the resistance broadcast. Um, thank you to everybody who helped us hit uh, 1,000 subscribers. Now we're marching towards 2,000. And of course, our patrons. Uh, we could not do what we do without you. So patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. You can start at the Snaps, Snap Wexley major level. Yeah, yeah. It's $5 a month to start to support us. And uh, it goes a long way to helping us take the time to do what we have to do and uh expand because you've seen we do the willow stuff we're going to be doing indie stuff we're going to be doing a lot of other nerdy stuff and look at the chat we had with greg grumberg today like we just talked about all this all these cool movies and stuff it's all about having a good time and we thank you all very much and especially another thank you to greg grumberg for taking the time to join yeah. us and uh really generous with his stories very candid very real and uh, a good human being and that you can't ask for anything more because what do we say in this podcast we love when good people are in like star wars and man he's right. he, like like Jonas, right he's right up there man so uh very cool um thanks john so roca john roca says join the patreon thank you roca <laughs> outlaw is in the house what's up man <laughs> yes. um all right so james where can people hit you up on social media uh twitter and instagram both at myra trunks uh lacy people can find me on twitter and instagram at lacy gillerin and I don't know how we're going to top this episode ever. Yeah, spoiler alert, we have to record more stuff after this. And I, I, <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know if I want to at this point. My but face hurts to. from laughing so hard. like, yeah. And I almost yeah. woke up the baby. So <laughs> that's where oh, we're Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to run upstairs and tell my wife about everything that just happened. So, <laughs> uh, But you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey. 
and my movie podcast, just like the movies. We just put out an episode on Ben Affleck's The Town. Uh, Greg, Greg Rumberg is not in that movie, but uh, at this point, he should have been. But thank you all very, very much. And uh, we will see you Monday morning, where we're going to have another episode on. There's been a lot of them, but we're going to narrow down the 12 best lightsabers in Star Wars. So think about that. Get ready for our list. Get ready to argue with us about our list. But yeah. have a great weekend, <laughs> and we'll see you next time right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.